Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Meringue-tang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called good. The old like, Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Oh, ah, ah, ah. We got to change that intro whenever one of us is out. That's where it says Danny and Dusty to just whoever is in here. That's what we got to do. No, say, don't look at me. I'm not the guy. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be the one to do that. Uh, I couldn't tell. You. I tried to make a promo once, uh, and oh. I made it uh, for Dirt and Sprague back when they were the noon to three. Oh, look at that! How'd that go for you? I don't know. I had multiple people listen to it. Mm. Had to kill it. Oh, it was a bummer. Had to put it down. Hurt my ego. It was like <sighs> old Yeller. It happens. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Will Ordner. I'm Danny Morang. No Dusty Hera in today. He is out for the week. And for those listening, yes, we are back today. Uh, it will be a short show. We will be preempted or postempted uh, by the, was it Duke's Mail Bowl? Yes. We have the Duke's Mail Bowl starting coverage starting here at two o'clock. So we'll just be in for two hours today. But we have a ton to get to. Most importantly, Will Ordner, how was your Christmas? Uh, it wasn't too bad. My my family's out of town, so I'm mm. at home alone watching the dog. So my home alone. Yeah, literally. Nobody broke in. Perfect timing. I, I tried. Uh, I was there were some hoodlums mm. running around my neighborhood last night, and I was hoping you maybe tried to set some break traps in. for them. Uh, well, I you know I got two guns. We're mm. good. Wow. You 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 need to escalate these things. Oh, not those two guns. That no, no. those are the two guns womp, I was talking womp, about. Womp. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So I went over to aunts and uncles. Man, not too bad. How was your Christmas? It was good. Uh, did the uh, did the, the thing the, did the things with the nieces, the niece and the nephew, uh, my sister's kids, uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, unfortunately, there was a passing on my brother in law's side of the family, so we moved uh, we moved stuff around so that we did all that with my side of the family on Christmas Eve, so he could go be with his family on Christmas Day. Um, but uh, I tell you what, man, I I. I, I get it now with the kids for sure. When you get them the thing that they want the most, and they, oh my god, this is what I most wanted. You know, they completely lose their s. It's so much fun. 
Right. It's so so much fun. Um, one of the one of the presents I got the the family was uh, tickets to a Blazer game, and last Ooh. year was that was a kid's first Blazer game. Well, that's not true. It was the first one they could remember re- uh, remember. Because they had gone previously as, as little babies with the headphone, the earmuffs on. So this was the, this is you know the last year they they had I mean it was a terrible game, but they loved every second. You know, Blaze came up, took pictures with them, and mm-hmm. uh, they had some good seats and you know just you know, stuff that they remembered. So I want to make that a thing that you know they get to do at least once a year. You know, it was something that I got to do a ton growing up. So I want to make sure they have that opportunity because it was it was fundamental for me. Um, but then I did the uh, did Christmas Day at the in-laws, and I love my in-laws, but um, they're quite traditional, and uh, there was no sports on. <laughs> what? You can't do that. So I was uh, a bit of a crackhead fiending for, for my, my sports fix, as it were, checking my phone quite regularly uh, in and out through the uh, early NFL window. Uh, shout out the, uh, the Antonio Pierce Raiders beating the Chiefs. It was, they did not upset the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. America's team upsets no one. I will say that. Uh, we'll get to that uh, coming up here in a bit. Uh, Luca is still the Phoenix Suns' daddy, which uh, is one of the more interesting storylines coming out of uh, uh, the early NBA season uh, is the Suns and just being a complete S show. Uh, KD, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, throwing out there that uh, or leaking out to uh, Woj that he's not happy. So that experiment's going incredibly well with the new ownership there down there in the Valley of the Sun. But uh yeah, what uh it's sports pretty hard this weekend. Uh what, what did you do you have any uh any any particular sports sports moments that got the sports pants tight? Well, the Lamar Jackson safety is oh. the most hilarious thing of all time. How so? Well, I mean, think about it. If Lamar Jackson is running at full speed, I think he at least gets to the 1-yard line there. But to watch the ref start to fall, and from where I was on the couch, I watched and saw the ref start to fall well before. Mm. And you can see where Lamar's starting to go, and he doesn't see that the ref's falling. It was like watching a car crash before it ever happened. It's like, they are going to hit, it's going to be awesome, and then everyone's going to be mad on Twitter. And I couldn't wait for it. Ah, You're just just waiting for the... the 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 outpouring of oh, right uh, stupidity went right to Twitter, mm. and it's. I mean, can you imagine what would have happened if the Ravens lose that game by two? Mm. Can you imagine the no? Freak because they out? beat the brakes off the Forty ers No, which that also was awesome. As a Seahawks fan, mm. okay, I was, I was I was like trying to figure out where you were going with this. I was like, why why was that awesome for you? Well, sometimes you like to see. Uh, your rivals lose. Oh no! I, I don't think the Seahawks are going to beat them at any point. Even if they got to play them again somehow miraculously in the playoffs, Seattle's not beating them. So when other people beat them, that's fun for me. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I that's that's the kind of pettiness I can get behind. There's there's absolutely no reason to not enjoy those kind of things. I mean, this is the, the, the you know the reason for the season is pettiness. No, hundred percent. That's what makes the world go round, right? Speaking of, do we make out like bandits at Christmas time? Get any cool presents? I got some buffalo trace. Oh, yeah, yeah, and some new new little, little cups. I'm growing up, man. I'm oh, becoming an adult. Have you bought your own shoes yet? Kinda. <laughs> I mean, these were the the shoes I have right now were a gift card, but I picked them out myself. 
But yeah, no, those were they were kind of a birthday <laughs> present. Kind of, I picked them out myself. We're getting there, you know. Like, oh god, I pay my own rent now. Mm. I I went on rent today to try and pay it early. Oh, it did not let me. Oh, yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but I want to pay early now so then I know how much money I have for New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. I I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down now. Yeah, look, man, I I make my priorities known. Yeah, I got I've got important things I got to do. No, speaking of priorities, make sure uh, if you are listening, uh, either here on the radio or on YouTube. And remember, we are on YouTube. YouTube now, YouTube.com backslash 1080 AM the fan, uh, and text us if you're uh, whether you're at home, whether you're at work, you're lucky enough to be home still and taking the week off. Uh, hit us up on the Vancouver Ford text line and uh, let us know how your Christmas went. Uh, if anybody had a disastrous Christmas, I a hundred percent want to hear about that. If you had a Christmas that went so sideways, you have no idea what is going on. I absolutely positively want to hear about it. Do you know? Do you think anyone got banged up on Christmas? A hundred percent. And then just made a hundo percent themselves. Because like I didn't get, I didn't make a fool of myself. But you got a little banged up. I so look, man. I love Dusty and I love Rusty. They both have gotten me a truckload of booze for both my birthday and Christmas, and I don't drink that often. And so it's just like stacking up in my pant or like in my little like I I got I have a, a little a little booze uh, cupboard yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, I, my wife's like you know you got to start drinking that and I'm like okay I took that as in twist like, my arm I'm like all right so I I went down the this is gonna sound so much worse like I was. You know, so for those who don't know, I, I I play Xbox with some friends that I was yeah. in the military with. Like yeah. That's that's kind of what I do when I want to just chill. Is I you know I got friends all over the world. That like, my best friends on the planet are not here. They are not here in like locally. So gotcha. the only way I can talk to them is you know the way we hang out is is via Xbox. Mm-hmm. So we got banged up together online. So we were taking shots in the party, like. Love it. So like uh, we played we played some two K together and we mm. got we got pretty tilted. Um and shout out Dusty, he gave me the bottle of uh, Casamigos for my birthday. That's that is that is now gone. <laughs> so it lasted from October eighteenth until now. I feel like that's a pretty fair that's, amount of time. That's, that's an impressive amount of time. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So um that that happened and I got that was that Christmas Eve, the day of twenty third, was one or the other, mm. and that th- that I was like, "Oh, I haven't uh, haven't gone down that path in quite some time." <laughs> uh, it didn't, didn't bother me to, so to speak, but right. I was definitely. I was like, "Oh, that's a nice little warm feeling." Um, and shout out Dusty for that that, that bottle of Casamigos. It was a, it's a it's a clear reposado. Mm. Yeah, it's tequila, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. usually it's it's you get a blanco. It's clear. Reposado is usually got a, a, a brown See, these, to it. I was going to say, these mean nothing to me. There's brown tequila or yeah. there's clear tequila. So, yeah, the, I mean, you need to find good tequila. Don't worry about the color so much. It's just good. Stay away from Cuervo and Tarantula. I, I like most of it all. I'm, like, for the most part, I'll drink any of it. I like Terramana. Terramana's good. I mean, mm. it's the rock, so that kind of hurts me a little bit. But, sure. I mean, it's relatively affordable. Yeah. It's going to taste decent. If I'm gonna go tequila, I'll go there. I mean, Don Julio's my go-to, go-to, but the yeah. Casamigos, pretty darn tasty. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the one Dusty got me uh, uh, for Christmas was splendid. Absolutely, I mean, we had a little taste test of it, and uh, mm. you, you didn't need nothing. 
Oh, no, you, no ice, you, nothing you to water it down. You just didn't go. Nothing. It was like, oh, oh, this is, this is good. And that's when it gets dangerous. That's when it gets dangerous. That's when, when it you, gets fun, Danny. You, you need no, no, no other, uh, no other helping hands. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, uh, but that's as, that's as banged up as I got was, you know, banged up while playing video games. I didn't get banged up, man. No. Nope. Well, m- most of my family, like I'm the big drinker in my family. Most of my family, they're not drinking. Plus, I got like little cousins, like sixth grade, fourth grade. I don't need to be out there uh, acting a fool. They don't need to learn anything from Big Will on Christmas or Christmas Eve about what's what's happening at college or anything like that. They don't need to see a shotgun. They don't need to learn about that yet. They need to keep believing and trusting in Christmas, the Christmas spirit. You know, mm. I don't want to be that. The last thing I want to be is like, hey, you know, 10 years from now, remember when Big Will fell asleep in our front yard? Like, I don't really want that. Oh, we got some stories coming in on the Vancouver Ford text line already. 503-864-6326. How was Christmas Eve dinner with the extended family? While we warned her to take it easy, my aunt-in-law was bouncing my five-month-old son up and down, who proceeded to then puke all over the Christmas ham. (laughs) That'll ruin dinner real quick. It's that new sauce. Mm. Christmas Eve at 6 p.m., my my son, who's four years old, was chasing the dog. He then went head first into the corner of the couch, split his head wide open, and five stitches later. Ooh, and four years old is like at that time, too, where you know mom thinks he's dead. Oh, yeah, no, so um, mom thinks I he's was gone. For, for, I'll throw it up on the YouTubes for anybody those who've ever wondered. This giant scar in the middle of my forehead that I'm putting my finger into right now is my skin sewed to my skull. And that is from when I was four years old. I was jumping up and down on mom and dad's bed when they told me not to, and mm. I slipped on the uh, the the velvet like you know that that material gets you know when it gets on top of itself. Oh yeah, it gets super slick. Yeah, I went whoop headboard, <laughs> busted it open to the brain meat. Bounce bounce your head off the headboard. Yep, to the I'm not kidding. Literally busted my skull wide open, straight to the brains, and. Uh, they rushed me to the hospital. I went through like three washcloths full of blood. Ugh. Oh yeah, but buddy, head wounds. You ever you guys seen a good head wound? I had. One, I've had uh, staples in my head. I had four, and it it it's it, they bleed. Well, it's it's right where I started balding. So I can thank uh, <laughs> Wyatt Buncher and a Nerf gun when oh, I was uh, one ner- year's or first grade. Yeah, Nerf first grade. gun when he hit you with it, he threw it. Oh, he, like, okay. threw it to me, and I think I tried to do my best David Beckham header. And, uh, yeah, split me wide open. You just got the wrong angle. Yeah, uh, don't try to hit the header with the back of your head. Doesn't <sighs> work out well for you. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that was going to work out well for you in, in, in any way. But, yeah, it... Uh, That's why I'm bald. I get it. Yeah, I, I, think, like, I think I ended up getting something like... What did I say? It was like 50 or 60 stitches or something like Ugh. that. It was bad, dude. They, I don't know why. I still don't know why. They What's sewed the- my skin to my skull. That's weird. I don't know what the reasoning was for that. I don't know if you're a doctor. I mean, I don't know if we have any doctors. Says MD on my Twitter. There you go. I don't know if we have any doctors listening, but if we do, why would they have sewn my skin to my skull? That's why I've always wondered that. Like, that's why the scar is so bad and so big. Yeah. Um. Wonder if you got like the intern. Probably. I mean, this is the '80s in LA. So. Yeah, you might have got the intern. <laughs> you you got the student who's trying to figure it out. The kid yeah. who got by because like C's. Yeah, I mean, 
I wear hats so often that most people probably don't ever notice it. But yeah, it's a giant scar in the middle of my forehead. So, but yeah, that was from uh, that was from the old headboard. So, but hopefully everybody's okay. You know, here the. the uh, there you go. Got hit in the forehead with a baseball bat in third grade. Split it open. Had fifty stitches. Yeah, man. I feel like heads when you when you when you break the old melon open, that's they require a significant amount of stitches. Yeah, but, well, and that's what I don't get because like WWE wrestlers used to like razor themselves, but they never had stitches. Yeah, but th- th- like those ones are lower. Like it's it's like a lower level thing. Like it's it's not as deep. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Like, you don't get me wrong, you get like the serious blood because, you know, even topical well, bleeds head wounds. a bunch. Yeah, yeah, but like, but when you like bust open, bust open on the old Domsky, you, you get, you get stitches for days, man. Like, it's just, it's wild how many you get. And mine, I'm, there's a picture of me when I was a kid. Like, you can see it's just like, it looks like somebody like, like learned how to knit. In my forehead, it was just like crochet? you really got you really got the intern. Oh, buddy. you got the intern. Yeah, dude. You know what? I, now the more the more that we go through this, yeah, yeah. I got, you got I, the intern. My, my wife or my 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 wife, my sister got the. I'm getting Christmas gifts confused. Got the uh, learn how to crochet kit mm. for Christmas. Yeah, and this is like her like her next step into becoming entirely washed. And I'm it's like, her traveling uh, into old lady dumb. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is the the what is it the, the 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 sisterhood of the pants or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, that, that's what this is. That, like, she got like three different like like knitting crocheting gotcha. kits. And she like she's like the problem is I also I wanted this. And I was like, oh well, yeah, yeah. Because now you got to start crocheting. Well, welcome to the washed club. This is how this goes. It's like, eh, all right. I can't wait to get old. Speaking of how this goes, the Portland Trailblazers have their best win of the season last night. Uh, Absolutely boat race. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Seen the Sacramento Kings. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs get embarrassed by the Raiders. But where we're going to start is, is there a new MVP in the NFL as the Baltimore Ravens absolutely destroy the San Francisco 49ers in primetime? That and more could be up here on Danny and Dusty, 10 fan. This 
This is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Well, there's a bloodletting on Christmas, and no, I'm not talking about what the Raiders did to the Chiefs. It was the Ravens running out a 33-19 victory over the San Francisco 49ers, knocking Brock Purdy out of the game before forcing four interceptions. But the question becomes now, is the MVP race now down to two players? Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey. Number one, yes, it is down to those two guys. <laughs> Nobody else is there now. It's such a weird year in the NFL. Um, I want to see McCaffrey win because I'm sick and tired of this being a quarterback award. But at the same time, Lamar Jackson has been has been incredible. May not even incredible is the wrong word. Because incredible was Lamar Jackson's actual MVP season. Have you looked at the comparison between the two seasons? Well, I mean, the rushing sets are going to be nowhere near. Yes. He's taking a Not only that, the passing back. touchdowns. He's He has half the p- passing touchdowns that he had. Well, I mean, he had a freak of all freak years. And this year, he he's kinda just like the, it's kind of like the Heisman to a degree, right? It's yes. the same, same deal. Where you have a bunch of guys who are pretty good, and then it's really just going to come down to who's the best team or does anyone make the playoff, right? Like, obviously it's different because all these teams are going to make the playoffs in the NFL. But for college football, if Bo Nix wins that game, I think he he makes it and he wins the Heisman yeah, because I, they I, make I the playoff. So With this, it almost seems like whoever won that 49ers-Baltimore game was in the driver's seat. They were going to win the MVP because I don't – like, there's nothing to me that Purdy can do to get back in there. And for CMC to get back in there, I just don't know if that's possible because Lamar still has to play Miami. And if Lamar has a good game against Miami and that clinches the number one seed and the bye, I don't know how you don't give it to him. It's a really interesting spot to be. Number one, Lamar Jackson, I, I wanted to put this out there. Lamar Jackson has been very good this year. He, uh, My biggest criticism of Lamar Jackson has always been his inability to, to take care of the ball and to, and to, well, I should say, take care of the ball when driving the ball down the field. He's done both this year. Uh, he's completing 66, 66.3% of his passes, which is a career high. But if you look at his numbers from his MVP season, he finished with 3,127 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, six interceptions. Okay? Crazy. Heading into the game on Christmas, his attempts and completions were almost the exact same. Almost the exact same. Mm-hmm as they were in his MVP year, with three-plus games remaining. So his attempts per game are up, his completion percentage is up, mm-hmm. his yards per game are up. The air, the average air yards is down ever so slightly from his MVP season, but the difference is 36 touchdowns to now 19. Yeah. that Will, that's a massive gap. It's a massive gap. No, there's some <laughs> variance there, right? Sure, look, there's variance for sure, but here's his career touchdowns year by year. Six, 36 26, 16, 17, 19. So, like, I mean, that's an 36 to 6, like the intercept, touchdown interception ratio, right. like, and his rushing that year. No, no kidding. Yeah, he was. That's, that, that's an MVP. He was a freak, and he was doing it in a way that defenses didn't know how to stop him yet. Mm-hmm. And while defenses certainly aren't stopping him, I mean, the 49ers defense is one of the best in the league, and they could not shut him down. They know a little bit better, I believe, how to contain or, like, limit his numbers, right? Like, you're never going to stop. If LeBron wants to get 20, LeBron's going to get 20. But if you can hold him to 25, 
that might be a good game, especially back in, you know, the Cleveland days, right? Mm-hmm. So same idea with Lamar. So the interesting thing here is why I'm comparing and contrasting him with Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey right now is at a already is a career high rushing. He, he is uh, previous career high was 2019, 1,387 yards rushing. He is at 1,395 yards rushing right now. Of a 1,500 yard year. 1,395 yards right now. He has 1,932 all-purpose yards, which is leading the NFL. He has 21 total touchdowns. Okay? 21 total touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, 24 total touchdowns. Yeah. The numbers aren't too off there. I mean, when you start looking at what they are and who they are, this is, you know what it makes me think? Literally anybody but a quarterback this year. And it has nothing to do with Lamar Jackson and everything to do with where the where quarterbacking is in the NFL right now. It seems to have taken a step back. My issue with giving it to CMC, mm-hmm. and it'll never happen, but CMC is not the number one player on that offense. Debo? It's Trent Williams. Oh, okay. When you this is, this has been my argument right. is that if you're going to go completely outside the box, it should go to Trent Williams. Because if you look at him when he's on the field and when he's not, you can directly link all four of their losses mm-hmm. to, to him, being, him being injured. Yep. When you look at CMC's rushing numbers, he averages almost one and a half to two more yards a carry on average to the left side as opposed to the right side. When he's in, Brock Purdy has more time in the pocket and has less turnovers. When he's out, Brock Purdy has had more of his turnover games where he's fumbled or thrown interceptions just like he did on Monday night. It will never, ever happen. O-linemen will never get the true love that we deserve. But right now, for my money, the best player in the NFL is Trent Williams Mm -hmm. with what he can do. He can dominate an entire side of the football. Have you ever seen the video of him playing wide receiver? No, like but camp. it doesn't it's like, it's, it's shock at a camp me. or something like I that. I bet you he was a tight end in high school. Well, I mean, he he splits out and DB gets on him. Let me go ahead and tell you right now, the release ain't that fast, but the separation he gets by putting his hands in that DB's chest. Right. Well, <laughs> could, like, he is so strong, but he's also so fast. Like, Imagine trying to press him. You, you'd have no shot. I mean, right now, what when they run outside zone to mm-hmm. his side, yeah. he gets his reach in three steps. Yeah. And he's not getting pushed to the sideline. And what I'm talking about that, and, people, and it's against elite athletes, right? Like the guys that he's lined up against are the Bosa's of the world. Yes, he's doing that against you know Khalil Mack. He's yeah. doing it against the best defense guys that ends. know what he's trying to do, and he just goes, "I don't care." Right, and he gets it at three yards, and he pins him there. And what that does is that gives a gigantic gap for yeah. CMC to there's run. A, there's a five yard gap essentially from right. whoever split out and to where Trent has made his seal. Right, and CMC. He's a great running back, the best mm-hmm. in the league right now. And he makes a lot of guys miss, and the guys he doesn't make miss, he seems to run right mm-hmm. over them, right? But when you have five yards to try and nail to make your move CMC, in, yeah. you, you, there's no one you're in playing Oklahoma, the, right? That's, that's, you're playing Oklahoma against CMC, which good luck. You're playing Oklahoma by yourself, yeah, that's what I mean, without like, another defensive yeah. lineman there to help you, yeah. That's what Trent Williams does when they need him to get to the backside backer. He annihilates him. There's a great video where on the snap of the ball, Trent Williams just runs right through 
the backside will linebacker cmc cuts back easy touchdown for him what that guy can do is it's unlike anything we've ever seen before but he can do it and he's doing it at a position that almost no one cares about if he was going if there was going to be a uh uh, MVP for me and on the 49ers, it has to go to him, but it never will. No. That's why CMC is hard. No, that's why we need to change the MVP award to a quarterback award and the Offensive Player of the Year award to literally anything but quarterbacks. That's what needs to happen. Right. You need like a... Uh, it needs to be a quarterback-only award to change the MVP name to best quarterback. Yeah, like best quarterback in the league, and then you need like Offensive Player of the Year. Yes. And like what they used to do in college or in high school where it's like MVP of the team, offensive MVP, defensive MVP. Yes. Yeah. As we, we've reached- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com that point because we just want to give it to quarterbacks over and over and over again all right coming up next the portland trailblazers get their best win of the season against the sacramento kings leading by as many as 20 uh rookie scoot henderson has his best game of his career we'll get to that and more but first here's this is college bowl week with danny and Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Here on a Wednesday post-Christmas, the Portland Trailblazers get their best win of the season last night against the Sacramento Kings. Coming fresh off their Christmas break, absolutely beating the brakes off the Kings, getting up as many as 20, closing out the game 130-113 last night in Moda Center. Uh, Anthony Simons continues to be a blessing Beyond blessings on the offensive side of the ball, giving them 29 points. But last night, he was not the story of the night. Last night, the Blazers get 65 bleeping points off the bench. 65. The big part of that is Duop Reith, uh, who ended up getting the game ball last night from the uh, from the Trailblazers, has his career high in both points and rebounds, 25-7 and seven for WAP. Uh, just a great dude, an incredible story, a 27-year-old rookie that's literally played all over the world. Um, awesome dude. I, I, I love the guy. But uh, both him and Jabari Walker ball out of their minds. And Scoot Henderson has his best game as a rookie. Catch the fever. So far. Finishing with 17 points and 11 assists. Only one turnover. Shooting 6 of 15 from the field. 1 of 3 from 3, 4 of 4 from the line. What you are starting to see... And this is happening more and more over the last couple of games. I believe over the last four or five games now, you're starting to see a little bit more from Scoot. And the big part of that is getting reps and familiarity. I've talked to numerous opponents about Scoot throughout the season so far, and the overwhelming criticism has been he has no plan. He doesn't know what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. Just like e-scooters. There you go. They need a little guidance, so to speak. What has changed is he's starting to understand things. He's getting reps. 
I said this on Twitter last night, and I'll say it again here. Damian Lillard told me a couple years ago, I said, well, you know, when did you really start to have an understanding of stuff? When did, like, when did you, it was, became second nature. You recognize, okay, they want to do this, so I can do this. He said, around year three, year four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Year three or year four. We are in month three with Scoot Henderson, and he's 19. Dame was what, 23? 20, 22 coming into the, or 20, 20. Late, uh, about to be 22. About to be 22. Played four years in college. Well, was there for four years, played three um, because of an injury. But he ran 5,000 pick and rolls. He ran 5,000 pick and rolls. He led the country in scoring. Everybody knew there's a reason he was a lottery pick. Everyone knew the thing that was going to translate with Damian Lillard is that he was going to be able to run pick and rolls. Scoot does not have that experience. He is literally thousands of pick and rolls behind, offensively. Mm-hmm. Defensively, he's thousands of pick and rolls behind on the other side of the ball. He needs these reps. You know, he he was in a great mood last night. Obviously, they win, but he had a game where I think for the first time he felt like he really contributed to a win. Right. He had a what twenty three and ten in garbage time basically a couple weeks ago, and he dismissed the the box score like career highs in both points and assists almost immediately in the post game. Last night, he was allowing himself to smile and enjoy it because I think he felt like he really impacted winning, and in that, he got to be a bit more of himself. Mm-hmm. You saw him get loose and dunk a few times. You saw him have a reverse finish, knock down a catch-and-shoot three, spray the ball around, get other guys involved, and be comfortable. And one of the questions I asked him post game was, What's something you're you're recognizing now? Like what's what's changed between that? Not just like I asked him earlier in the interview. You know what what's different between now and beginning of the season? He basically said reps. Just yeah. I go. I followed up by asking, "What are you recognizing now?" He's like, "You know what? I I notice when when teams are loading up, and they're loading up the defense behind mm-hmm. whoever. Like what I need to do in that. I'm recognizing that faster. That's having a plan." That's what that's so much of, is just recognizing and then knowing your decision tree. If A, then B. If B, then C. Mm -hmm. We were just trying to get to the if A. Like, can you even recognize what they're doing? Right. And then what do you do from there? And you're seeing the the subtle changes little by little by little. Okay. Scoot Henderson in the last, was it last four games I want to say I was looking at earlier before? Last four games from Scoot Henderson. He's averaging 10 points, five assists, three rebounds. Okay. His field goal percentage is not good. 34.2. But three, you knew that going yeah, into the three year. Three-point percentage, though, 33.3. Mm-hmm. Free throw percentage, 86.7. And he's getting the line four times a game. So you're st- like, I feel like that, that field goal percentage by the end of the season is going to be like right about 40%. It's not going to be good. 37, 38, 39 even. Because he's been so poor this season. But you're starting to see things change. You're starting to see things come together. If I bump it to the last three games, all of a sudden you start looking at stuff and it's like, oh, that looks a little bit better. He's averaging 11 and 5. 11, 5, and 3. Which is funny because I predicted he would average 11 and 5. <laughs> That's <laughs> the little literal line that I, that I expected for him was 11 and 5. I said on the high end, 13 and 7. Right. But that he would shoot probably around 40%. You're seeing the expectations that were probably too profound for him to start the year 
falling away and he's starting to play the game. Right. And that is the thing is coming into the season, Dusty and I, Brandon and Sprague and I on Jack Ramsey's, this wasn't to like to toot our own horns. This was to set the table for teenage point guards suck. They just do. There, there have been three in the history of the NBA that have ever been good. Kyrie Irving, LaMelo Ball, Stephon Marbury. The rest of them sucked. There's been 24 teenage point guards. And even then, the first couple months for all those guys, they were bad. It didn't. It took them a couple months to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see those little flashes where he was unable to finish around anybody at the rim a couple weeks ago. Now he's finishing around the rim. He didn't know when and where to get his shots off. Now he's, he didn't have an understanding. He's just starting. It's that feel. Mm-hmm. Chauncey Bell said something in pregame a couple weeks ago that, stu- that stood out to me. And it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily as it pertains to Scoot, just NBA players in, in general. One of the things he mentioned was, number one, rookies come in and they work on every shot. And I think some people be like, good, that's what you want to see. No, no, it's not. Because you don't take every shot. You know who takes every shot? Damian Lillard, John Morant, Joel Embiid. The guy. Mm-hmm. Those guys get to take every shot. You're a rookie. Rookie LeBron James had Ricky Davis tell him, you're here to help me. The that, irony. Number one, the incredible confidence of Ricky Davis is never, never, ever relenting. It's fantastic. But you have to learn what shots you can take and make. That's part of the process. Scoot is learning what shots he can take and make, which means there will be a lot of failure, and he has to recognize what that stuff looks like. That's well, that's what matters. Th- there's also a problem, too, with so many times now, and that's not just in basketball, but we see the young athlete, the young star, work right away, that no one ever gives them time to develop. And as someone who took a long time, to develop, and it's not like I again. I didn't play in any games that anyone ever really cared about, other mm. than probably my grandma and my mom. Mm. But it, it took me time. Yeah. It took, and it takes people time. Everyone just assumes, well, you're 18, you're a man. That's not how it works. It takes a long time no. to look at Anthony Simons. Yeah, he is a perfect example of this. It has taken him Ant was years. Six three, a buck eighty, came in just scrawny as could be. Took him years. And look at him now. He's yeah. averaging, what, 27? Yeah. And this the thing is, you weren't around then, Will, but one of the things that I talked about when he came out of Summer League, I got killed for it. Killed for it. Because I said, there's something about this kid. He has it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what that's going to mean down the road. But I said, I can tell you two things about him. He can shoot the living hell out of the ball, and he can get his shot off against anybody. Whether that means he's a rotation player, six-man of the year, a starter, an all-star. I don't know. He's got to put in the work. He's got to do everything else. But you could see the the, the tangible things he was working with. Right. And people are like, oh, you're just, it's just something. I'm like, look, man, the tape's there. Hmm. You, you can see it. You can ignore it all you want. But, well, now he's one of the best scorers in the league. Exactly. So you look at Scoot, and I know people want to rush to either he's this or he's that. 
you're starting to understand what he can be. And the Blazers are, they've won eight games. Eight. They're single-digit wins when there's only, what, five teams in the entire NBA in single-digit wins right now. Still better than Detroit. Boy, 27 straight losses. I don't know if we'll manage to work that in today, but it's, it's, there's a lot there. Good Lord. But uh, there's just a lot to take out of this. You know what? Screw it. That's where we actually will go next because this is a, a, nice, a nice contrast for where the Blazers are and where the Detroit Pistons are. So coming up next, we will talk about the, the streak that will go down in infamy. infamy. The Detroit Pistons have lost 27 straight games. Just exactly how different are the Pistons from the Blazers? And remember, it can always get worse. Danny and Dusty, 1080 The Fan. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Have you ever had something happen to you as bad as the Pistons losing 27 straight? Think about that for a second. An NBA record, 27 straight losses. Like what, what does that do to you mentally? It, ha- it has to break you at some point. Or if, you're, if, you're, if it hasn't, I mean, if it has to break you. They might already be broken. I don't know. I I genuinely will. I don't. I don't know if anyone on that team can be a remotely viable player going forward. Like, is this such a like? Is this such a thing that seeps so far into your brain that you're just cooked for your career? I think it might be for Cunningham. I mean, that dude. He showed promise. I mean, the look like on his face was just. I mean, he looks like you beat him up every day. He uh, goes to work and just gets beaten right? up and beaten up and beaten up. And, I mean, think about it. When that happens to a normal person at their normal job, they go on Twitter and just complain about their job all the dang time, and they try and get out of it. How does that not do the same thing to a basketball player, but on a much grander scale? And he's still a kid. He's, he's 20, He's still 21. a kid. He's still a kid. We were just talking about Scoot. Kate is still a kid. And I, I bring up the Pistons here to do – Highlight the, well, the Blazers are this, the Blazers are that, they're not doing blah, blah, blah. This is why the Blazers have Jeremy Grant, Malcolm Brogdon, Matisse Thybul, even DeAndre Aiden. Because those guys keep this ass from going off the bleeping rails. They're functional, good NBA players who understand the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. The Pistons have Bogdanovich, who's been injured. Alec Burks, who's been injured. Joe Harris, who's been injured. When you're not in the lineup, you're not a, you know this as much as anything will. If you're not in the lineup, if you're not in the action, you're not there. You're not a part of the team. When no. someone is hurt, you're really on your own island. Mm-hmm. Island of misfit toys, basically. Yeah, and that's the thing. is that, So they didn't have those guys. You have your new coach. You have a culture that's eroded. You have a lineup that doesn't make any sense. And now you're in a place that no NBA team has ever went. And if you take a look at the Detroit Pistons schedule. Oh, they're going to dominate this record. They're going to catch the uh, the NBA record. Well, they're one loss away from the multiple season record that the 76ers had back when they were trusting the process. How'd that work out for you? Um and I, when you look at their schedule, where do you see the win coming? 
in about two weeks against the Spurs. So here's who they have coming up. Thursday they have the Celtics. Saturday against the Raptors, which the Raptors have been the Craptors this year. They have not been good. Hate to see it. But they're they're not the Pistons. Then you have the Rockets, who are playing better than the Jazz, who just boat raced the Pistons. And that's... And weren't the Pistons favored in that one, too? Yes, it's the first time they've been favored in weeks. It's like the Blazers. The Blazers have been favored twice, and, and they lost to those same Jazz. Um, they but, were over 500 at one point this year. They were 2-1. and one. They were over 500 mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, and, and the, Bla- the Blazers are the ones who drove them down. They took them down to 2-3. and three. So basically, this is Portland's yeah. fault. 100%. I was wondering when I first looked at it, I'm like, did the Blazers start this streak? They were second. They were the second loss. They were at 500, and then the Blazers were like, not so fast. Yeah. And remember that that you had the, the third quarter. Yeah, that's true. Well, and then, I mean, you think about this. This is the greatest ad deal Wingstop has ever had. Because that's all I think about. I almost oh, bought like Wingstop. Moving the, the Wingstop day. logo around away from the score. Yeah. Well, the fact that you can eat five free wings whenever the Pistons win, and they haven't won since October. I mean, so so you've got Celtics? <laughs> no. Raptors? Probably not. Rockets? Probably not. Jazz? Mm, maybe. Then Warriors? Nuggets? Nope. Kings? Nope. Spurs? January 10th. Wizards? Wow. January 15th. So you've got the two other worst teams in the league coming up in the next two-plus weeks. They're going to go but two they, full months. Two. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if they, they right now, wow. teams on the other side are like, we are not going to be the team that lets them win. No, you can't. Like, you, you, you've reached that point of, like, we cannot be the team that allows this team to get off their streak. So if you think that the bad teams are like, ah, well, they're, uh, it's the Pistons. No. They're looking at that going, Hell no. Well, we are not going to lose to the worst team in the league. It's the Barry Bonds thing. Why yeah. no one would pitch to him when he was going for Hank Aaron's record. Yeah. We're they not going to be the one that gives it to him. They didn't want to be on that trivia mm-hmm. question. Nope. Who gave? Who was the pitcher for Barry Bonds' 71st home run? You know, right. like, Nobody wanted to touch that. And so you're going to get their, the, best, the best punches. And there's a legitimate chance this goes 30-plus games. That's so brutal. I can't, I can't fathom this. The Blazers lost thirteen. Was it thirteen straight? I think it's thirteen straight. Something like that. A couple years ago, and it was fundamentally breaking me mentally. Watching was watching the games. I genuinely feel awful for for Pistons fans and Pistons media. Like their 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 owner Gores threw an impromptu press conference the other day, and it was the most bat s crazy thing I've ever seen. Nobody's at fault, but there's changes coming, and I was like, oh, oh God, no! The position that this organization is in, it's it's on the least solid ground I've ever seen. So I, I say all this to to compare and contrast. The Blazers are on the right path. <laughs> You're doing the right thing. It's going to be They're okay. Just, you're doing just fine, sweetie. Speaking of doing just fine, America's team, the Las Vegas Raiders, are doing just fine. We'll take a look at the AFC West and the AFC playoff picture coming out of Christmas week. And coming back to you on Danny and Dusty, 1080 The Fan. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.